0: Hello and welcome to the J-Rod Sports Pod with me, James Robson.
1: And me, Ollie Dix.
0: So today we're going to be recording a slightly different episode to what we're usually recording because we both feel that there has been a monumental shift in the last couple of days uh, in which we've seen sport taking a leading role in demanding change in the world for the better. And so today Ollie and I are just going to have a quick look through everything that's happened in this week regarding the recent shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin and the state of sport in America today. Right, so Ollie, I think the first thing we need to talk about is, I mean, to put this all in in a, in a bit of a bigger context when it comes to sport, Colin Kaepernick took a knee for the first time four years ago on Wednesday. This is not something that sport has suddenly turned around and said, we're
1: going to champion this. I mean, members of the sports community have been doing this for years. Yeah, this is not a new conversation and not the first time and unfortunately, I don't think it will be the last time that perhaps somebody does a podcast where they have to speak about something like this um, but I think like the word that you use there like in the introduction is is monumental, and I think that that is the right word because this is bigger than perhaps what has happened before so this week's events
0: um, I mean I think by this point, everyone who wants to have seen the footage of Jacob Blake being shot in Winosha, Wisconsin has has seen it or has at least heard of it and heard of the scenario and and the situation that he's in um the first thing is we obviously and you know yeah, we're saying this from a situation where we know it probably won't get to him but we hope that he has the speediest of recoveries to whatever form of normalcy that he can get to. Yeah. And it is going to be a vastly different life for him moving forward. But obviously it happened in Wisconsin. And I think the, the first team that took action was the Milwaukee Bucks, who were playing game five of the NBA playoffs against the Orlando Magic. And you know Milwaukee is in Wisconsin and they decided to boycott the game in protest of
1: racial injustice because of this shooting. Yeah, it was senseless. 100%. Um, the owner came out and said, Look, I didn't know that they were going to do this. I think it was something that they were on the phone to the Attorney General um, and the, the Sheriff's Department and were very much having, I don't know if good conversations is the right word, but conversations, and the players decided that this was what needed to take place and the owner then turned around and said I support them now not knowing that this was what they were going to do but had they turned around to me and said that this is what we want to do they would have supported them as well and I think yeah this then started very much a snowball effect of the rest of America American sports following their actions and their suit and so after that all of the
0: other NBA playoff games were cancelled, um, and I think it's it's amazing to see a situation where there has been almost total unity, especially from the NBA. Yeah, in a situation where that is what's needed, that's the only thing that is needed is that everyone comes together and and acknowledges and accepts the fact that this is a
1: world that we don't want to live in. We want to make it better. A hundred percent. And I think it's important to like recognize that I think especially they don't get as as much publicity, but the WNBA have been like their behavior in like vying for social change has been the standard that everyone else has to meet, like get up to. For example, when they protested before their games were uh, canceled, Uh, On Wednesday they wore t-shirts that all had seven red dots in their back and that just speaks volumes to the message that they are sending um, and that they do want change and and like you said uh, the remaining NBA playoff games that were meant to be played on Wednesday were also cancelled and then the WNBA cancelled their games or postponed for now. Um, as well as uh, MLS, the Major League Soccer teams in America, and I think the majority of Major League Baseball games were cancelled as well.
0: And I mean, it's not just people using the clout of a sort of major team, um, mm. because something that's really taken off, especially uh, in the U.S. over the last couple of hours, has been the fact that um, Naomi Osaka, who is the American. Uh, tennis player has announced that she will not be playing her semi-final of the Southern Open today, yeah. um, and that's that's a little bit different. I feel because it's it's quite easy to stand up and join the momentum of a team that's making a massive statement. Yeah, but when you're an individual in an individual sport, making that stand when you know you don't have an owner to back you up you don't have multiple voices and multiple opinions to back you up that to me is is a, is an is an exceptionally brave move but i think on the flip side it kind of demonstrates the gravity of the situation that we're in we are, that we are you know we are seeing
1: people risking their career yeah i mean for sure i think a lot of the times we perhaps thought we're at the tipping point of this situation, especially in America. Um, But I think now it's fair to say that we are past the tipping point and we are very much in full flow of what will happen in American sports. But also, you know, I think the important thing that we should mention here is that this hasn't suddenly turned into a political podcast. We're not here to support a certain side or anything like that what we're saying is that actually murdering people has to stop and police brutality is not right whether you in america are democratic or republican like just needs to stop and i think that that is the message here it's i
0: think it yeah it, it kind of boils down to two camps there's the one camp that says and I think we're both very firmly in that camp that this is not a political issue there shouldn't be a it shouldn't there shouldn't be a political side to any of this and then there's the camp that's saying that it is a political issue and it's the Democrats that have got an issue with it and actually I think that might be a situation in the states where the people with the loudest platforms are saying those things Yeah. but actually the, the deeper down you go you'd like to hope the more people agree with you know this is not a political issue, Yeah, this is an issue of life or death and mm. we have to make changes. The thing that I, slightly coming back to the world of sport, one of the things that I found heartening from a team that's come under a lot of scrutiny for a, a plethora of uh, issues that they've been facing and again more recently as well yeah uh the washington football team announced that its thursday scrimmage essentially practice yeah uh would be canceled now i think the interesting thing from that is like there's no publicity there's yeah. not there's not cameras on the game there's not advertising revenue they're losing out on they're not they're not making a financial decision and they're not you know it's just a decision of what is right and wrong, Yeah. and it's a decision where, you know, especially in in a sport like the NFL, which is predominantly black, it's important to let those players go and spend time with their families, and because it's not, I mean, everyone is mourning the loss, or or not mourning the loss. Everyone is. I think fear. Yeah. Is is. Um, in a situation, in a state of shock yeah. about this situation, and needs to deal with it the best way they know how. And adding sport into that is is not a particularly good mix at the moment.
1: No.
0: Um, all the organisations that are out there um, have supported players protesting, you know, for the ending of police brutality and and reform. The NBA have been uh, you know, the the WNBA and the NBA as a sort of collective have been, as you said earlier, the standard. Um, especially with, you know, messages on the on the um on the courts and allowing players to put names on their backs and, and messages on their backs. Yeah. Um looking forward slightly, uh the LA Lakers and the LA Clippers have both voted to discontinue the NBA season. The rest of the teams voted to continue after a postponement. Do we think? I mean, if you're the NBA in this situation, you've got LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I think you've just got to listen to your two biggest stars and go. You know what? This is this is something that a lot of people
1: making decisions in the NBA don't understand. I think this all comes down... Or I think what we'll see is this comes back to the reason they went to Orlando in the first place was which there was one LeBron James who said I think we should play and the NBA followed suit. I think you would be wrong to assume that at this point LeBron and the NBA are not almost the the same and that if he does not want to play... I think in this meeting that they had uh, Wednesday, Udonis Haslam, who plays for the uh, Miami Heat, basically turned around and said, look, if LeBron and Kawhi don't play, what makes you all think that you're gonna play? You know, like, it then take, it then changes the, the whole perspective of the whole thing, and, and yeah, I think they're having, those votes were more of a poll, it was said, Um, but um, yeah we'll see Thursday unfortunately when we record this we don't know but Thursday they were said to have another meeting where I think players would have had time to think about these things but I think they don't mind that this season might not happen I think you're now at a point where this is bigger than basketball and that's been the general message is that actually ending police brutality is more important than sports
0: yeah, and I mean, I think it's, it's also important to point out that the um, sport, world of sports is starting to open up after the COVID lockdown. They're starting to get more events happening in different places and, and I think that that's going to increase the spotlight on loads of different sports and subsequently increase the opportunities for loads of different sportsmen and women to make a statement and one of the things that you turned around to me you know this morning and said you know we're looking at a formula one race this week will lewis hamilton race i mean uh, my knee-jerk reaction was he's far enough ahead in the championship that he can leverage the fact that he probably won't lose anything by not racing because he'll remain that far ahead but i can very much see
1: him not racing yeah, uh- and making a really big statement I mean, I think we've seen quite a fractured Formula 1 in what its message is, perhaps. There is a message, but whether everyone supports that message is, is unclear. Um, And to what extent, if they do support the message, to what extent do they? But yeah, I mean, I I would be very surprised if he races this weekend. And if he does, I think there will be a bigger message that he then comes out with um, like following the race or before the race or you know I think Mercedes what I'm grateful for in the sport of Formula 1 is Mercedes and they're very much we, we know that they're racing in a black car this year instead of a silver one with black overalls to you know to send the message that they are one um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and actually it'll be Interesting to see what they do, but I think I have confidence that they'll do the right thing, whatever that ends up being. Yeah, I agree, um, and
0: I think uh, I hope that whatever happens, we start to see Formula One becoming more unified. Yeah, um, I don't think it's a it's a disparity in agree you know agreement on the actual core issue, Yeah. I think it's a disparity of how best to display that agreement. But at the end of the day, I think you've got to look to the people who have experienced those issues. Yeah. And a lot of white people are finding this difficult at the moment because, you know, am I doing enough? Am I doing the right thing? is is a thought process going through everyone's mind but at the end of the day you know that's nothing compared to the thought processes that a lot of BAME people have to go through on a daily basis as to whether they you know are going to be able to walk around town safely or come home safely so i think it's 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 a it's a moment to stand behind people making the protests yeah um, and support them however you can uh, to increase the gravity of those protests I mean obviously we've got the u s open coming up with the tennis um, and the NFL season and college football season set to kick off soon. I think Pete Carroll summed it up best saying, you know he's the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. This is a protest season, and it in some ways the asterisk that was already there provided by COVID has meant that now athletes can protest flat out like as much as they want in the knowledge that everyone is going to be watching because no one's watched anything since January no
1: yeah I completely agree I think the NFL will be the most interesting one because actually this players can't do like for example in the NBA what they're doing without the support of the owners and they have that support, we know that NFL owners are predominantly white predominantly have not supported these, the peaceful protests of of like kneeling for example for the national anthem so it will be very interesting as to whether it's the NFL and, you know, Roger Goodell went on and I would recommend everyone has a listen to uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man.
0: With, with Emmanuel, is it Emmanuel Acho?
1: Yeah. Um, who was and, a
0: former NFL player himself.
1: Yeah, and, and that is eye-opening and Roger Goodell, NFL commissioner, went on that and I think he's very much becoming more and more aware of what needs to be done. So I, I think the NFL will do what's right again. But yeah... Um, Unfortunately, I don't think we're close to the end, um, and we saw that Wednesday evening.
0: Yeah, so I think what we're alluding to here is a situation that uh, a seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, because you you know, as I say, at seventeen you are still a boy. You're you are very impressionable, but equally responsible for your actions. At age seventeen. Uh, traveled from Illinois to Wisconsin, and marched a- against protesters. Yeah, with an AR-17 rifle. Um, they subsequently chased him to disarm him, um, and he shot three of them in supposed self-defense. Yeah, um, he went to the SWAT. Team, yeah, and to the sheriff's department to tell him to tell them what he'd done. They told him to stop moving towards them. And then he just left, went to his, went home, went back to Illinois, and turned himself in there. And this is someone with a semi-automatic rifle, yeah. who was admitting to having shot three people, and was a white kid and was treated poles apart to what any black person in that situation would have been treated. He was not shot he was not disarmed he was not intimidated he was not detained he was let go and it's an awful situation where in a space of time that's so short the 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 how far we have to go is so painfully visible mm-hmm. um, and I think I think it's the it's heartening to see that the 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 reasons that we all love sports so much the sort of equality of it the teamwork side of it the unity that it provides is shining through in a time when that's needed more than ever yeah. and that's the reason that sports are taking a lead on this because to anyone who's involved in a sporting situation, a team a league, anything those, that thought process is so natural that we're all equal and that we all have to be treated the same and given the same opportunities. And work towards one goal, one common goal. And I think it's just a, it's just it's nice to see that the reason we love sport is the right reason mm. and is a force for good when it's applied. Mm. Um and so I think Ollie I think we're going to leave it there for today because there is other news that's gone on this week but as we've mentioned a couple of times through the episode so far it's not as important as the conversation that we've just had by any stretch of the imagination and so we're just going to sign off simply by saying thank you very much for listening and we hope that whatever you do this weekend you can listen to something or engage with something or support a protest however you can because together we have to make this world a better place And the only way that we're going to get there is by doing it together.